0: Alright, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Experience. Your host, Dylan Starr. Got my boy Wally Wynn. Wally, what's up, bro? What up, Knowledge Boner Peoples? It is, it is yes. awesome. It is an awesome Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. So uh we're we're gonna be talking a lot about, you know, in environment and we have a, an awesome special guest here on the the podcast today, my boy uh Tyler Powers. Um you know, I've been working with Tyler now. For gosh, Tyler, how how many months has it been now?
1: Ooh, it's been uh November, October, October, about four or five months almost. Yeah,
0: Ooh, four or five our months. Six, so you our know, he...
1: anniversary's coming up soon.
0: <laughs> We're to celebrate that. Yeah. So Tyler, Tyler's been killing it. Um, you know, been been working with them directly, coaching him as one of my coaching students as well. He's only eighteen years old, and um, you know, before we even get to like where you are now, this could be very interesting for people to hear, is because I can I can tell the change in you over over time. J- just from your environment. Cause you used to work at Starbucks and yeah. you know, while you're doing there, like I could tell you, you it's, it's funny. Cause you can hear the frustration in your voice. You can hear the stress like just from the environment and how it was affecting you mentally. And then to like, you know, where you are now and like how, you know, I actually, I think you're even working harder now than you were when you were at Starbucks, but you're still not fucking stressed.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what I love. I have that environment. So it's not, I don't have to be in that environment anymore because environment is everything. Yeah. So
0: so tell yeah. So tell everyone just your story. You know um, how how you got interested in um, you know sales closing entrepreneurship. What you were doing in the past, and then we'll get to you know where you are now. Because it can be a great story for people to hear.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I'll summarize this up. I mean, I was your average everyday little high school kid. I never really was uh, into going out and partying and everything. I was more of that. Collected kid who would sit at home, but I uh, started my first business when I was thirteen. I was like, I don't want to do a job. I don't. I don't want to work at a job. So I cut lawns, like my dad was cutting lawns. So, you borrowed some of his equipment, was able to cut some lawns, made a couple thousand bucks that summer, and then I invested that into uh, my detailing business, which I created in 2016 when I was 16 years old. That business I dropped when I moved to Iowa when I turned 18 because I found my passion for sales, and I found my passion for sales when. Uh, I came across this guy called Dan Locke, and I was like, oh, he's just another guru, and I've never really looked into these people before, so I found him out in around 2017 of December, December of mm-hmm. 2017, and after looking at some of his stuff for about six to seven months, I slowly got more attracted to it, and I just became practically obsessed. I had a book, all mm-hmm. the videos I uh, I wrote out, like, exactly, not the script, but, like, summaries of every YouTube video he has, and If you look at it, if you look at his YouTube, this dude has like, at the time he had like 500 videos and like, these were old school long videos. Now his videos are shorter, but I just made a short essay on every one because I was 17. My dad didn't want me to join the program. He didn't want me to invest in myself. He wanted to have absolute control over me. Practically, he wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that whatever uh, he does, whatever I do pleases him essentially from that perspective without going too in depth into it. So I was like, no, fuck that. Uh, moved out here to Iowa with my fiance, and then uh, after um, going to this private mastermind with Dan Locke actually in uh, October last year, it was Closers in Black. We went ahead and went to that. I went with uh, Joey Rich actually uh, and uh, Jake Tran and a couple of other guys, and we got there. And the biggest lesson I learned from there was just I didn't know that I had like this huge ego and all like this bad stuff that was make toxic. Towards people in public. So I essentially reached out to Joey and some other people who not black, like shunned me, but didn't really talk to me after that event. And I was like, what's wrong? And they basically told me like how I projected myself and what I did. And I was like, all right, I got to fix this. So I fixed that. I read Extreme Ownership. I implemented that to a T. I followed the Go Giver book to a T. I've just been doing nothing but giving value and I feel more like myself. Cause I was trying to be that person that everybody wanted me to be like this perfect person who does all this work and everything. And I was just, just ego and pride. That's all it really was. was a bunch of ego and pride and learning to put that ego to the side and just take ownership for like, look, the plain and simple is that I was being a little bitch and just winding and complaining and not taking action and not pulling the trigger. So I pulled the trigger. I um, eventually quit my job at Starbucks when actually our influencer for team leverage uh, reached out to me. And I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I mean, I'll come work with you instead of Starbucks full time. Like today, I will quit my job. And he was like, I did it, took that risk, quit my job. I work with him uh, now practically every day alongside Team Liveridge. And the rest has just been constant growth and just practicing every day to become the best version of myself by the end of that night. And that's literally been my transformation in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome, crazy. You did such a short amount of time. I gotta give I gotta give you credit too, man. Like you really do uh, immerse yourself in a lot of, I mean, like this kid, you know, eighteen years old. And I gotta say, Tyler really does. He puts in the time to immerse himself in everyone's like content. Actually, like you know, like studies, reads books, um, always learning and growing. You guys know, you know, Wally's story. You know, I think um, Tyler's immersing himself now in Jason Capital. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, if you guys uh, haven't followed the podcast, you know me and Wally did that podcast episode. All of us were at HSS. Uh, Tyler here was actually there with us, and it's funny because uh, you were still working at Starbucks then, right, Tyler?
1: Yeah, I was still working at Starbucks. I basically told them, like, hey, my wife, my mom, because she lived in Virginia still. I was like, look, my mom had a surgery. I have to go take care of the kids, right? And they were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, if I can't get these days off, my mom's doctor can write me a note. And they were like, no, we'll get you the days off, so... Told a little white lie there, but that's (laughs) so so managed to keep my job and I flew out to California, like, literally knowing. Like, when I actually went to HSS, it's funny if we go into it, I didn't want to go because I was like, Look, I don't have the money. I have like 500 bucks in my bank account, like, actually 500 bucks. And I mean, with all the times I've invested in myself, I mean, I'm comfortable having like zero in the bank, realistically, and living like borderline because I know that it's only temporary. So, I thought from that perspective, and I was like, okay, I found out Dan is going to be there, and I'm like, oh, my God. If I don't go there, what's he going to say to me? He's going to call me a little bitch. He's going to hit my guts. So I was like, all right, pull the trigger. Just do it. So I bought a plane ticket, which I thought was cheap. Turns out it wasn't cheap. And I had like 20 hours in a layover, so that was fun. But I ended up in California, had a great time, and I came back with no money in my bank account. And I'm not saying like I'm earning a bunch of money now, but the skills that I've been able to developed from hanging with you guys and taking that action has uh, allowed me to leave Starbucks and work at home full time for someone of my age who really doesn't have to pay for rent or anything because I'm just living with my fiance's mother for the next couple months until we can mm-hmm. get out of the state because that's my goal plan. That's what I'm doing. So it was- yeah,
0: so your wow. excuses—it's it, hilarious too. Kind of a side story, guys. This this poor kid—you know—he was dead broke. We we talked about HSS. He's like, "Fuck, I have to be there." You got his ticket. And didn't you go to the wrong airport? At first, oh, yeah, Tyler.
1: Oh yeah, I went to the actually. I went to the right airport. You guys went to the wrong airport. I yeah, went. Yeah, to- yeah,
0: we went to the wrong. We went to the one that was long. But so so his layover. You he he. This poor kid had to sit in the airport for like what twenty four hours. It was on um, then-
1: the first one was <laughs> okay. So I got to Colorado, great state. Never got to smoke anything there because well, not twenty one, but visit Colorado one more day. It was a great state. People, they were nice, but if if you've if you've never been in an airport at the middle of the night, you will not understand how you feel. Just like you're being watched, and how you just feel like you're going to be shanked and robbed because there's nobody. It's empty. There's no noise. There's people sleeping underneath chairs in on top of chairs, like in the bathroom. Like it was just weird. So, I tried to find a place to sleep. I crawl behind this little like um this little chair, and I like take my jacket and basically curl up in a ball to get some sleep because i was like look two hour power nap i'll be okay so i didn't i didn't end up sleeping but i sat in that little corner for like 12 hours until my flight arrived and then i got to uh cali and nobody else arrived for another 14 hours so i basically (laughs) went to the hotel just sat down i was like all right what can i do to work and that's what i did but it was fun. So the whole layover, so the whole layover time, like even the airport, you were you
0: were working then too, right? You were taking like closing oh,
1: calls for Team Leverage. and I was taking. Yeah. I redid all the schedule. I was just doing a bunch of stuff. So time passes, making progress, and I'm not like enjoying myself. Like I'm enjoying myself working, but I'm not like on my social media. I'm not doing this and that because I got shit to do. Plus it was the middle of the night, so everything was a bit quiet. I could just put on my headset, focus, and work.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because I think you had, like, a really big jump, too, after the HSS event, which, you know, you made no excuses. You were dead broke. You made it happen. You went there. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot of everyone just kind of uh, shared hotel rooms, <laughs> just, you know, just a bit of budget. Um, but at that time, you were already working. And it, for those of you guys that are listening, if you guys don't know who Kevin David is, like, just fucking go to YouTube and type it in. Like, dude has a really big following, you know, really big in the e-commerce industry. So Willie really known successful influencer who actually I think just hit the the fucking like 10 million dollar award for ClickFunnels which is you know Club. congrats Kevin yeah congrats KD you know that's you broke another milestone that's fucking impressive um we're we're damn it we're gonna be there one day don't worry you heard it you heard it from me first okay <laughs> Wally knows Wally, <laughs> Wally's like yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna do it but um yeah so you know you're you made no excuses you work so let's talk about just for those listening right because you're only 18 years old um, you, you've immersed yourself in all this content. You made no excuses. You, you you flew over to HSS. But so let's talk about the strategy behind how you even got to uh, work with Kevin David directly. You know, obviously, you know, he was our influencer. We're all on the same closing team with Team Live Rich. But one of the key things is like, I know this, you you went, you you gave value, right? So what did you say at first to be able to kind of get your foot in the door with somebody high level at to, you know, so people can, because I want people to fucking understand this because this is, this is key right here. So why don't you tell them what you did?
1: So... It's actually quite funny. Before I even approached before that was even in my mind, we got the basically Joey added us to a Facebook group with uh, Kevin mm-hmm. David, and I was like, OK, cool. I get to talk to this millionaire like I'm gonna be a cool kid now finally. Right. And I was like, OK, I was like, you know, we need to talk to someone of that status. And like especially being young, you're kind of scared. At least I was. But I was like, fuck that. Just be your normal self be kind of, not like not like blunt but just tell him how it is like he wanted to know exactly what it is that I do and I told him and he was like so how old are you I was like I'm 18 he was like holy fuck when I was your age I was doing x y and z and I'm like yeah like I'm not doing that I was like he was like I was a stupid 18 year old I was like I'm still stupid so that made him laugh I could even see him like send a laughing emoji so he was laughing I built rapport with him that's that's the key word is rapport I was able to build so much rapport just by joking around and being like a good worker. When something went wrong, I was the first person there. I was like, look, what's wrong. Okay. I'll get it. I finished it. Achieved it. He was like, damn, you're fast. When there was an issue with Calendly before anybody on his team even knew what the fuck was going on, I resolved it and told him like, look, this is what's going on. I went ahead and like checked 300 emails because these people weren't signing up. Right. And he was like, like, God damn. So then he reached, he was like, um, Anytime there's an issue, just reach out to me like on private messenger. I was like, oh, sweet. So now I got a direct line with him. So <laughs> I start talking to him. And like in the middle of a meeting, like you guys, it was uh, one of the Sunday meetings. You guys could tell like I was just in distraught. Like, fuck Starbucks. I'm going to nearly kill myself. I'm going to stick my hand in an espresso machine. I mean, <laughs> I-, I couldn't deal with it. So – I talked with, um, I talked with you guys and Dylan, you were just like, why don't you just ask him, like, why don't you just be like, hey, Kevin, I'll come work with you for like X amount of dollars and leave Starbucks. And you were joking. but I was fucking serious. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey, Kevin, I basically pitched him. I was honest. I was like, look, I hate working at Starbucks and I know I'm not achieving my full potential. Would you like to see me achieve my full potential by in one way, shape or form working with you, with your team? And then he was like, he was like, okay. He sent like just the word okay. And like for five minutes he didn't respond. I was like, oh God, I fucked up. The world's done. Then he (laughs) responds like he was like, he was like, okay, what do you want to be paid? And I was like, oh shit. So then I like we negotiated that. And just from there, I've been able to just build rapport with him and I can message him and just like get any questions I want answered. If something's wrong with the team, I just message him, he gets it solved. And we just have that relationship relationship to where he can send me a message of like a YouTube video and I already know. He wants me to do a summary on it and have it done by tomorrow, and I'll do it. I'll get it done before he even asks me. So yeah, I I, and I can attest. And just building the connections, but the rapport. And Dylan's going to go into a lot more, but that's what I did, and it worked for me. And I was I was just myself. That's another key thing. Don't be fake. No,
0: I could I could I could attest to it. Like like uh you know we all shared the same messenger group, dude. This kid was like like anytime he he needed something, like Tyler was on the fucking ball, like like oh i'm on it like hey hey by the way you know this is a problem i went ahead and took care of this and i i sent an email out to this person and i went ahead and made this process better like without kevin even asking for anything like 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 tyler fucking i mean when i say over delivered like this kid fucking over delivered like i was impressed i was just like god damn dude, tyler's on the fucking ball and um it's funny because we were all talking about yesterday you know me joey rich shake Tran all of them were on the mastermind and uh we were talking about the uh you know for those that don't know, Dan Locke and uh, Kevin David did a live stream together where they actually shouted out uh, Jake and Tyler, which is huge. And you know, we're talking about we, we were talking about Tyler yesterday and we're like, we're like, holy shit, you know, like like Tyler's like a completely different person. Like he's been killing it. We've seen all this improvement in you. And and we brought up the same thing. We're like, holy fuck, we like the realization sinked in. We're like, wait, Tyler's only 18 years old. Like, so it, it's funny because like the potential that you have being at only 18, like is, I'm telling you, dude, it's there. Like it, by the time you're like 21, like you're going to be like, you know, completely different levels. So definitely, you know, kudos to that. But I, I want people to just understand that like, and, and you're, you know, by own, no means, you know, like you've, you've fucked up in, in, different, in different aspects, right? You know, you've yep. made mistakes along the way, just yeah. like in all these types. Yep. Yeah. But you, every single time I, I can say for this kid, hundred point, you know, hundred percent just from working from October. Like he owns up even, even mistakes on the fucking team that weren't even him. Like this kid steps forward and says, no, it's my fault. Like somebody else, like I could have done better. Um, you know, th- this wouldn't have happened if I would have just done X, Y, Z, even though it was somebody else's fuck up. Tyler took a hundred percent ownership from the get go. Um, you know, his, his, his closing has gotten better over the time. Um, you know, me working with him and helping him out with like coaching. He's been like super, like super fucking coachable. And then over-delivered value to Kevin David, like above and beyond, just like he he always has without asking anything in return. And what's interesting is actually when you negotiated, dude, you weren't like – I think most people in that that case would have been stingy. But you were just like, dude, like if I could just make what I'm making now, like I'd be happy, right? Like didn't you just try to break even just to replace your fucking income? Like nothing about
1: breaking even. I was like, look, 500 bucks, And then that was like way low. Like I know I probably could have been like 2000 bucks, And right now – I could probably negotiate being like, look, he's seen what I can result and I can charge more, but that's not the purpose here. The purpose is mm-hmm. delivering value and building a relationship with someone like that, who mm-hmm. when he goes to those mastermind events, like he did at HSS, he was telling me that he was talking to big heavy hitters about me. He was talking mm-hmm. to people like Dan Locke, other 10, uh, one comma, two comma club leaders about this guy, Tyler, who's just been helping me and he's young and all these things. And I was like, cool. I was like, just shoot him my way if they have any questions. Mm-hmm. I love it. I I, I fucking love it, dude. I wouldn't have had that if I was like, look, like two thousand bucks a month or some shit like that. No, five hundred bucks was it is it tight? Do I barely make like get by and everything? Yes. But is that does that matter right now? Not really, because now that it's doubled to that, next thing you know, next month it can double. And I still get paid on top of this commissions. And I'm doing some other stuff with Kevin David also, which is on top even more commissions. So salary is just something that's like there to keep me running. The money where I make to where I can actually enjoy my life is still up to me because I have to earn that additional commission by closing, by breaking deals and reaching out to these people and closing them to make, if I want to make 3000 bucks a month, guess what? I got to pick up the phone and I have to close 30 people. Yep, nope, I like it's it. as dude. simple as that.
0: Yeah. Straight value. Like, like, I mean, Wally, how many times do we hear from fucking people all the time? All oh, just, you know, how do I do, just do this and make like, you know, $10,000 in a month mm-hmm. and like all the, you know, just, no, I, just money I, hungry.
2: I'm honestly, you know, Tyler, you know, I, I didn't hear, I, you know, I'm pretty fresh. You know, obviously you, you have a bigger relationship with Dylan and team live rich. You know, I, I met you kind of on the side because I, you know, obviously I worked with Dylan.
1: Um, yeah, man. I, didn't, I miss it. You're a great guy.
2: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I never, uh, you know, I never noticed, um, you know, I, I didn't know all this story. So It's pretty cool. And actually, you know, Tyler actually tipped off a really big point here because, you know, R- Dylan knows this, but very recently I did the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. with, with an influencer, um, in, in a similar in a similar fashion. You know, I built a relationship, got one on one, and you know, I, I did the exact same thing you did, Tyler. You know, I pitched him a very low, very low monthly because then I told him up front, I said, Look, man, I said I said, I see the value in working with you. So it's not it's not about making money right now. It's about me saying, I can do this, I can deliver the results that you want. And so then I want to look for a longer term business relationship, right? Which is going to be way more than me asking for money up front. So I, no, I, dude, I love it. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. I just wish so many fucking people would just get like, that's it. Like that could be for both. That That's the fucking mic drop right there. Like if people would just get that through their heads and understand that that that's the key. Like if you can just find somebody levels above you, like that's the key. Get yeah, just over deliver value because, and, and, and we see it all the time. Even, even when we're at that point, Outside people would look at that like they're crazy. They'd be like, but you're doing all this stuff and you're not making any money. Like they, like, like, like almost like they're fucking confused. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's like, like, like they don't get it. And it's like, oh gosh, I don't even want to waste the fucking oxygen to, (laughs) to to explain the stupidity in that remark. Like, but I just want to, I just want to hammer it. Like it's, it's crucial, man. And it's, and you're right. You know, you're, you're in this awesome inner circle that you know, years from now, like it's gonna pay off, obviously, like from everything you're learning, like um, the just the inside operations. You know, your your head of operations now over there, overseeing a lot of stuff for his team, yeah, which is huge. So yeah, he's gonna good, see
2: you gonna see behind the scenes mm-hmm. on like everything, you know, like at a higher level business, it's gonna be a great asset for you. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. if they even if they fired you in a year, you still are participated as an operations guy for a year on Kevin Davis' mm-hmm. team, which is which is nothing to slouch at, you know what I mean?
1: No, it's not. You know and I mean It's not even, I technically don't have like the title, like operations or anything, but like the amount of work that I do, and I'm not coming from like a place of like ego, that's not what I'm trying to come off, but I understand the amount of work that three or four people can do in a day. When they, I basically do all the YouTube summaries now. They used to have two to three people doing that. I now do it all on my own, and we're now like 12 videos ahead. Like he wants it, he was, they were barely making it like three videos, like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to be done. Now we have 12 in advance not in one week. He we had to right. find more videos because I went through the whole list. And it's just yes. stuff like that, getting ahead in your spare time. Look, okay, it's my spare time. I don't have anything to do. Okay, let me go ahead and call some people, cold call for Kevin David. Let me go ahead and do this. And now another opportunity with Kevin is even funnier. He wants me just to like politely conduct calls with people who purchase his course and basically help them out. Not really a customer support, but just like, okay, so what's your story? it's essentially like I'm closing them, but I'm closing them on themselves and staying in the program and not giving up. Because the biggest thing that I see in these people that I've closed and what I've done that's increased my closing ratio is like, look, if you have any questions in my spare time, I specifically say in my spare time, so they don't expect me to always be there. I'll help you out. I'll be there to hop on the phone. And it reassures them. But surprisingly, not many of them reach out. Like they, they're confident in themselves knowing that, hey, if something goes wrong, I have him on my side. So now I get to call everybody who's purchased his program, which is a lot of people, and he will essentially pay me for that. But all I'm doing is practicing my communication skills, which is something that I need to uh, improve on, my tonality, just a multitude of things. But at the same time, I'm technically getting paid to do this. But it's more like getting paid to improve my skills not as much just being paid to make money so I got that opportunity just because of building relationships with him he keeps finding work for me to do because I finished so much work so mm-hmm. you have to be hungry you have to hustle and you honestly just have to pull the trigger and take that risk and take that action that's the biggest thing that Dan Piana and any of these heavy hitters say you have to do it you're gonna fail you're gonna mess up I failed and messed up multiple times like it's painful to mess up and you realize that everybody practiced hates you because you're being this like little egotistical guy only talking about yourself versus everyone it hurts because you didn't realize that but then you fix that and guess what okay it's the past but guess what i learned from that and in less than two months i mean actually a month i made an entire pivot in my mindset all these people talking about how mindset takes all these years to like build up and all this shit it's bullshit it takes you and one day and one decision to change what you want and you do it it's that simple it's far easier said than done. Like, that's that's the truth in it. Yep, I, no, I, I love
0: it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It, it's, actually, it's interesting watching you work uh, whenever we're at HSS. Like, uh, I, I see this kid do, doing a bunch of work, and he, but he's, like, blaring music from his headphones. Now, me, I'm not the type of person where I could focus and get stuff done and listen to music at the same time. But Tyler's <laughs> just, like, just music blaring and just fucking, like, going. Like, just, I'm like, wow, I I, I don't, I don't I want to know the secret to that. Why well, do you
1: listen to music when oh, you do yeah. shit?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I blare yeah. music, too. Me, me and Tyler in it, dude. I get it. Yeah,
1: that's in my zone. I play that stuff all the way up. I, it's not that I um like the music so much as, like, I need something to block out the quiet. And if there's people around me, especially with my headset, like, these, I got a pair of Bose headsets, like, the highest-end ones you can get. So, like, I don't hear mm-hmm. anything in the outside world. I can just mm-hmm. focus on my computer, and anything else is a distraction because I can't lose that focus because – I don't, I don't want to um, go into this too much, but focus now. Focus is just the biggest thing with me. And if I were, to, for example, doing emails or whatever I'm doing and I'm listening to this music or not even music, if someone comes and distracts me and I see that or I hear it, it takes me 30 minutes to an hour to get back into that vibe, that focus, that like, mm-hmm. hustle, that grind, that flow state, actually. That's the word flow. It takes a while to get back into that flow. And if people yep. keep distracting you, guess what? You'll never get into that flow. Because the way I'm able to churn t- out like three or four YouTube reviews in only four or five hours when it takes some people one hour to do like half of one is because I shut up, I watch the videos, I watch all the videos, and then I write out and I just – off the top of my head, I literally script an entire YouTube video by listening to the video. I don't do it like step by step. I found a system that works for me. So you have to find your own system that works for you in whatever you're doing. It can be mm-hmm. – work on a computer it can be working at starbucks it doesn't matter if you're working at a job or not find a system that works for you that you can get more done in less time but you have to be focused at the end of the day Mm -hmm. i agree yep dude
2: dylan knows my secret i I crush everybody like i i I would even say i beat you i would even say i beat you tyler and that might be a bold statement but i would say that i I beat you by i I believe you because
1: i saw that and that's what inspired me was people like you. I'm like, look, Wally came from X, Y, and Z, this history. What the fuck's my excuse? I need to step my game up. I'm 18. I want to be the 18-year-old guy who's inspiring these young fucks to get off their mm-hmm. fucking Fortnite games and being little bitches to actually do something and make some money. Ooh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no it. So it.
0: So, side, so, side note. Just because that, that was a bold statement by Wally. So, let, let, let me throw something out here for everyone fucking listening. This, this fucking kid right here. This is hilarious. So, you know, we we all got the new uh, PS4 Kingdom Hearts three game, and you know Wally juggles a lot. He managed this kid manages his clients. He does like research. He has a little fucking side hustle in the morning at four AM. If you listen to the podcast, you'll know what that's all about soon. Um, but and 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 so I'm talking to Wally, and like he's like he's like busy. Oh hey, what's up, man? And then uh, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh I'm 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 playing. Kingdom- I'm almost to the, the final boss. I'm like, how? Like <laughs> I felt. Like- I'm on like the very first beginnings. I'm like, when the f- how the fuck do you have time to beat this entire game? And you've been doing all this shit and that- doing your client stuff. Oh yeah, already already knocked it out, man. I, I got this this time, and I-, I have to beat this game. I'm like, Jesus, the time management of this kid to fit time to still beat fucking Kingdom Hearts and do all the extra shit. And I'm sitting here like, I don't have fucking time to play the game. I'm so busy. And you have him who's doing three times more than me and still beating the game. Like, how's that for time management? I was like, God damn, Wally, you're a beast. <laughs>
2: yeah it's uh it's it's i'll tell you what my my secret is waking up like that's the that that morning hours what i've come to realize is that is that just like tyler right he needs that unfocused like i mean he needs that unfocused he needs that focused time period right so tyler you know when you're working like obviously you're working at home but you know during the day you can't always control your environment you know what i mean like someone might call you your white your fiance might hit you up whatever so that might derail you so so what i did is I got pissed off at that entire thing getting interrupted during the day. So I woke up four or five hours earlier than everybody else and get my, I get my entire focus of like four or five hours of work before people even get up. So a lot of times by the, by the time I'm drinking coffee at nine 30 and you know, people are just getting up and starting their day. I've already put in like a day and a half's worth of work plus some <laughs> and I'm chilling. It's only 9:30. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what it is. It's it's time management on your own. You have to the less things you can focus on. Like for my system for Wally, like that works for you. It works for me because my household and just the situation. Like I want to get up earlier, but my issue is is that oh, my fiance always closes, so I won't. I don't see her most of the day, so I have to spend time with her at night. So I basically get to bed at around twelve and one. But I wake up at such a strategic time to where I can get so much done before she wakes up. And there's not many people in this house. There's like two people. So it's normally quiet. I have my own little office. I get that work done. But like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I may focus entirely on closing calls. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I may focus on Kevin David stuff. So I get so much done in that one day. Like I can do 10 YouTube reviews in one day if I just completely focused. Guess what? That's a whole week's worth of work done. Done.
2: Yep, love it, man. This is awesome. This is a good. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah Tyler, I love it. I, well, I, I didn't. I didn't know so much about the story, about your story, before. So now that I've heard your story, I definitely like. You know, I'm like, oh crap. Like, I had no idea. I mean, I knew Tyler was a good kid, and I knew that he was impressive. But I was like, now, now that I've hold the, heard the full story, I'm like, holy shit. You know, this guy.
1: <laughs> what, I'll, send, I'll send you the speech I did at closes in black because I actually did manage to hop on stage and steal the mic from Dan. And I spoke in front of a thousand people. And the one thing that I did really well was like, I faced the audience. Like I I didn't, I was so fucking happy. I was just like looking at the people smiling, like no fear. I never did a, never been on stage, never public speaking ever. And I just pulled it off. But the speech and what I give goes a lot more into my story. And you'll also see my transformation. Like what I say, how I sound a little more egotistical, but the, the heart is still there. So I managed to separate that heart to my humbleness versus my like, Oh yeah, I do this and this and this. Like yep. that doesn't matter. So I'll, I'll send you that um, speech because then you'll see most of my story, but yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. You just have to do it. That's the best thing I can do. And my, when it comes to productivity, like with my schedule, it takes a while to get there. Like it's taking me what four or five months to find this system that's working and getting me results. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a system that works, especially if you don't know that system. So I can just recommend googling Sam Ovens, and that's literally it. The rest is history. Sam Ovens <laughs> is the master of it. Not kidding.
0: Productivity, yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a sick video. Yeah. I gotta get props to that shit. That yeah, was Sam really Ovens good. Is it, it's
1: content. <clears throat> oh my god, it's insane.
0: Hmm. I don't, I don't, but I don't know his strategy though. With like the whole like spreadsheets doesn't really work well for my personality type. Like, I just I can't see myself yeah. using a spreadsheet to keep track of everything. You know.
1: Yeah, I can't um, use most of those, too. You have, to, you have to take what works with you. That's what I've done is take what works from him and implement it to you because not everything that works for him will work for you, especially mm-hmm. Dylan. Like, you hate Click Funnels and all this Emerald stuff and, like, all this behind-the-computer stuff. You'd rather pick up a yeah. phone and call 300 people.
0: No, I was I – oh, yeah. I, I, We were on uh, – me and Wally were on ClickFunnels just yesterday, and we we're trying to get uh, one of my domains over and um, – you know, I, I was like, and it wasn't working right. I was getting fucking frustrated. And Wally's like, oh God, hold on. He logs in. He's like, all right, they're done. It's it's fixed. And I'm like, and he's like, he's like, I don't understand why that was so hard. And I was like, I was like, see, I hate that shit. But, but, then, I was, like, I, but then I was telling him, I was like, I was like, I was like Wally, I was like, dude, you should literally like like go through and just break everything down with like everything that people need help with in ClickFunnels, like just do videos in that, either on the back end of a oh of our platform or either Lee's closing sales or just or just do it on YouTube. And he thought about it, he's like, Oh, oh shit, you're right. I'm like, Yeah, because I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I I hate that
2: shit with a passion.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, so so yeah, that'll be that'll probably be something we add for sure. That'll be something we mm-hmm. add for sure. The Leeds goes Sales. says, Tyler. So so, so, so give me, give me like, if you have to pick one thing for the, for our knowledge of owner experience people, I know you dropped a whole lot of knowledge bonds, but like, if you had to pick one thing, if they had to learn anything at all from you today, what, what would you say that was?
1: Grit. If there's one grit. thing I would have to say, grit, you have to, you have to endure pain and you have to, you have to suffer. You, you're just going to have to with an entrepreneur and in life, you have to accept that you're going to die one day. You're going to have to accept that you can die today and you have to accept that and move on with your life and not be scared to take risks. And when shit hits the fan, you have to be willing to get back up off your feet and hustle and keep at it. Even if you fail 10 times, that 11th time might be your victory. So having grit and being driven, I mean, just look up David Goggins. The rest is history. If you want to figure out exactly what you need to do with your life, because if you're not driven and what you're with, what you're doing, motivation, even inspiration at the end of the day is not enough. But when you're driven, like whatever is in your way, I don't care what it is, is going to be destroyed because you will not back down. You may lose your legs. You may lose your arms. You'll still be crawling with your neck muscles to figure out whatever it is you have to do. So grit is my number one thing that most of these young kids out here don't have. I didn't have it. I had to learn it by failing and getting into a lot of pain. So it's not something you can pick up a book and just, oh, I now have grit. No, you have to to physically get out there and suffer. And like what
2: what Tyler is talking about here, you know, trying to this is my sidebar. But what Tyler's talking about here is actually hustle. So if you so if you're talking to the older generation of people, that's what they call it, hustle, not this bullshit that people would call now hustling. Okay, it anybody time they tell that that tells me that, that they hustle, I say, what time do you wake up? If they tell me any time after seven o'clock, then you don't hustle. Yep. <laughs> like that's just that's just reality, right? And so like so no, I know I appreciate that because it's like because grit is so important. I think that's a better. That's like, that's like a more hardy term for what it is nowadays. But back then, guys, that's what, so that's what people meant by the word hustle right now. So people say hustle right now, they mean grit. But just know it's that when people saturated. say hustle right now, they don't mean shit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: They oversaturated the word hustle like everybody's hustling and everything. You'd be fucking hustling. Like even Gary Vee. Like I love Gary Vee, but people don't understand what he means by hustle. They think when he says hustle, they're like, oh, yeah, I just got to keep working. No, you don't know hustle go look at grant cardone in the in the 90s and 80s go look at the hustle he did and other people did that's hustle that's taking the risk like dan Piena, he's the god of hustle working 22 hour days and sleeping 2 hours a day yep like, that's hustle where you sacrifice everything you leave your family and everything so that you can achieve what you want to achieve that's hustle oh yeah
0: yeah when he took what it, when he talked about the level he's at to be 50 billion and he's like, "Oh, you want to make this much money? Let me tell you what it what it's like. This is what you have to do. Like, this is what you have to give they, up. Yep. Yeah, the extreme no, that he sacrificed. Good. You know, like, I, uh, you know, it really made it really. You could tell, like, people were questioning. Okay, do I is do I want this level? Like, is this is this level really worth it? Right? Like, I like, like fuck. You have to. His own daughter schedules to be have an appointment yeah. with him. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's like whole next whole level.
1: Whole level whole shit. Whole mindset mm-hmm. and. Uh, things but for like most of the young kids out here is it's a mindset at the end of the day is what a lot of people lack even even if you're good at closing whatever it is or whatever your skill is if you lack the mindset you're not going to become rich you're not going to achieve your goals because you're not you don't have that mindset you have to have the proper mindset for whatever it is you're trying to do and that's that's my biggest thing which is why i've made that like my whole branding is going to be focused on the closer mindset the mindset of what is needed to become a closer and the best version of yourself period that's sure, what I love that. Me. So that's in a good. Months, that's the biggest thing that's changed me was my mindset. Nothing else. I mean, obviously yeah. my skills, But if I weren't for that, I'd still be the kid making videos like, "Oh, I've done X, Y, and Z today, but I haven't closed any deals." So.
0: Yeah. So so let's let let us get on for those those listening in. That that's a good segue into this. You know, um, you know, Tyler here is going to be launching his podcast soon, called uh, "Closer Mindset," right? Uh, right, Tyler.
1: Yeah, the podcast and the the Instagram. <laughs> Also, later this week, within the next couple weeks, I want to make sure that I have the time in my schedule now that my schedule is like actually working for me to incorporate this into there. But um, definitely the YouTube, uh, um, Instagram and podcast, I'm going to be doing all three, probably one video a week for the YouTube and the podcast will be once a week. But I'll be uploading like four to f- six photos. It's going to be an inspirational, motivational page. So it's going to be like your standard millionaire mentor, but better. That's what I'm striving for.
0: Boom, I love it. So so you guys are tuning in, you know, in the next week or so, check it out. Go on uh Instagram, YouTube, um, you know, go on Google, type in closer mindset, uh, check out everything that Tyler has to offer. You 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 guys it, it's gonna be really valuable because he just went through it. Like I, I'm I'm telling you, just just from the, the past like few months from last October to now, you know, like he's li- literally shift his mindset so much and now, you know, and and he sees it and he wants to be able to give back to everyone. Let everyone know the importance of mindset and be able to teach that to you guys. So make sure that you check out Closure Mindset. Tyler's going to have a lot to offer. Uh, Tyler, man, thanks so much for making it, uh, setting the time out of the day. I know you're busy with all the KD stuff, uh, hopping on the podcast. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see where you go in the next three to five years.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. I can't wait to see Starboy up there with Brent Cardone. I know it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see one day. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have him on my radar yet. I don't want to be a competitor yes, know, just
1: I yet. <laughs> I just. I know where you're going to go because you're. You're a whole nother level of just value giving in that regard. So,
0: thanks, man. I appreciate that. And uh yeah, guys. So, so as always, if you guys want to see more from Tyler, if you guys want to uh, see me like trainings and stuff. Um, You know, he's in one of my coaching programs. I might have him do a segment in the Leads Closing Cells as well. So make sure that you guys are in the free Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in Leads Closing Cells. Join the Facebook community, guys. We're going to have a lot of great teachings and trainings. Maybe we'll have Tyler do something in the group as well, give some value bombs um, over the screen. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really awesome and valuable. So definitely check that out, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. I don't know how many times I gotta say this guy's Instagram is gonna be where it's at for our behind the scenes, the stories. Wally has a bunch of awesome content coming out now. Wally just posted an awesome video on YouTube. If you guys haven't checked that out yet, go. Wally, what is your YouTube handle? It is Wally Win. <laughs> oh, boom. So that was available. Super easy. Yeah. Available. That oh, was super easy. Wally Win. But 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 they don't they know you as Wally the robot. So what if they can't spell win? Uh, so you spell win the Asian way, and it's spelled N G U Y E N.
2: Um, and yeah, so yeah, look, so I've only put one video up there right now, just the introduction. Um, so, you know, guys, I, you know, some of you guys know this, but I have a slight video background. So some of my videos might be a little, a little eccentric or creative. And so you're just gonna have to deal with it, but I promise you the content <laughs> is good. Um, you know, the first, I think the first session I'm going to talk about bridges. Cause I think, uh, you know, one thing about, about, you know, marketing in general before, you know, before we kind of get off here is just a lot of people like they like, Russell Brunson tells you what a bridge is, like a, like an epiphany bridge, right? But he never mm-hmm. explains why it's called a bridge. So I made a video explaining why a bridge is called a bridge. That will be coming out next week. So guys, we're looking forward to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a good video. I saw it. Good stuff. So awesome, guys. Make sure that you, uh, you check that out on YouTube. You're following Wally at Wally underscore the robot on Instagram. You can follow me at Star S-T-A-R-R official. And we'll see you guys on the next knowledge boner experience episode later guys